This podcast may contain coarse language and mature subject matter that may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. to us, whether it be Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, anywhere, we are glad that you are along for the ride, and if you would be so kind, if you would like to end up rating and reviewing us on iTunes to help us move up in the rankings, let people know we're out there, it would be much appreciated, and if you don't want to end up doing the actual work on the uh, on iTunes and you just want to share verbally with your friends and family, that works too. If you want to end up emailing your stories or or uh, just anything, even comments, uh, uh, grievances, you you don't like Ashley and you want to tell us about it in a big long message, we or will you don't like it. Brandon. <laughs> that too. You can uh, do the same. We can. You can do the same. You can do so at official omhpodcast at gmail and send in your uh, stories and your input there. Episode ten. Like I said earlier in the podcast, thank you for joining. My name is Brandon. Of course, I am always joined by the lovely, uh, now crazy rat lady, uh, Ashley. <laughs> Ashley, you got a couple. Uh, you got a couple have, naked rats with you now. I have two little baby boys. Nice. My two little naked baby rats. Now, I I want to end up saying this. I know a lot of people think, oh, like naked rats are like ugly, but they They're are so adorable. Cute. They are so cute. As soon as I seen the picture but before I adopted them, they just they took my heart right from the get go. <laughs> no, and they're and they're a good size too. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect them yeah, to be they're that seven big. months. It's seven months. So what are their names? Creature and Preacher. And where did you get those names from? Because I don't even think I even asked you that. No. So originally it was going to be Creature and Feature, like the late night Creature Feature movies. Right. You know, from like way back when. <laughs> um, and then me and my boyfriend were trying to think of names. And we decided that Feature wouldn't really be the best of names. So we were trying to go on what kind of rhymes with creature. So he thought of preacher and it actually suits him because he, it looks like he's wearing a little hood. So his head is dark and then his body is just like this cute little like baby pink color. I think you're getting preachers mixed up with druids. No, I, I'm not meaning like it suits him because like it look he looks like a preacher. I'm just meaning more of the sense of like he's shy and reserved and uh, gotcha. he kind of fits into it. 
Gotcha. Okay, that makes sense. Because when well, I when I hear preacher, I don't automatically assume like someone standing on the sidewalk being like, no offense to anyone who has different lig- religions than me, but I, I picture people preaching on sidewalks. Sure. And that's that's not him. He's the exact opposite. He's the type of preacher where it's, no, I'm just going to stay at home. I don't want to do anything. Okay. Okay. So, so uh, but yeah, they're adorable. And you gave, you basically just had come in the mail a pretty much a little amusement park for them that is tall. And I, I was going to say it's taller than me, but that's not saying much. No. It could be, but the it cage is. could be 5'7, it would be taller than me. Well, but. Look at it this way. I'm five eight, five eight and a half, somewhere in around there. Mm-hmm. Um I can ju- it comes to maybe my nose. So it's a, okay. So it's probably the same height as me. Yeah. That's yeah. That's a lot of ra- you need more rats to fill up that area. Well, it's also really good because like it's it was an investment and in the future, yes, I do want more rats and maybe I'll have more than just two in the future. But for starting out, I, I only wanted two because you can never have just one. <laughs> they're, they're not Lay's potato chips. Well, no, it's because rats are social. They have to have All like a right. little companion with them. OK, that's fair. Right. So that's that's that was my thing where I wanted to start off with only the two and then go from there. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. And plus these these cages, so it's a critter nation cage, if anyone knows what that is. So it's nice and big. It's the double one. Mm-hmm. Um but in the future, who knows? Maybe I I will stop having rats and start getting ferrets or chinchillas and then they that's where they can go. And you think they would all get together? Like they'd be able to get along like well together? Not like dude, I'm meaning like maybe I'll have ferrets or maybe I'll have chinchillas or maybe I'll keep having rats. Like oh, not at the same time in one cage dingus. I, I could I could just I could just picture the 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 fights that the the interspecies well, yeah. fights that would be going on in there. No, you never do that. <laughs> That's, that's immediately what I thought. It was like, you know, maybe later. I just don't. I don't just want rats. I want ferrets. So as soon as you said that, I thought, oh, you're just gonna put them all into one cage, and they'll be yes. forced to get along with each other. Yes, that <laughs> that is definitely what I'm doing. Yes, you were you were so smart. How did how did you ever figure out my diabolical diabolical plan? Um. No, I'm not going to answer that. I just, I'll sound more stupid than I already did there. Exactly. Way, way to make me feel stupid. You're welcome. <laughs> um, so uh, today is a, is a little oh, different. Wait, 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 wait. I would also like to shout out, because I wasn't there when Brandon went down to Amherstburg, or however it's pronounced, because oh. I can't say it right, to yes. the girl that walked up to Brandon when he was in Walmart wearing the, the Ontario's Most Haunted sweater jacket thing and asked where I was. Thank you for that. That made my day. <laughs> Like literally, he had called me afterwards and said, someone just seen me and asked, where's Ashley? Because she she listens to the podcast. Now, that now made my day. You know what? It was 
it was hilarious because like I was just minding my own business and yeah I not only was I wearing the sweater I was wearing the hat as well oh there you um, go so but they obviously saw me from the back uh from behind and you know of course nobody at least not that we know of uh nobody has uh, any of the Ontario's most haunted uh, gear, which, by the way, go, uh, check out the link tree uh, link that's in our uh, Twitter bios yes. and go to the merch store. You can end up finding all of our Ontario's most haunted stuff on there if you would like to help support us that way. Um, but I was walking down uh, one of the aisles. I can't remember where it was. And this girl had to be in her late 20s, early 30s, maybe. Notice Why do you have un- to bring age into it? Because I Just wanted leave to, it at, because she's I a lady. wanted to make sure, because I wanted to make sure, and, and because she may not know that I'm, we're talking about somebody else, so I wanted to make sure that that person knows who who we're talking about. Well, I think about. if we said Walmart and Amersburg, Amherstburg, Amersburg, Amersburg, <laughs> I think she'll know she's talking for who we're talking about. Okay, fair enough. Well, this young lady who walked up to me uh, noticed the jacket from behind, and it was funny. She said, "Did you do the the episode on the park house like down the?" And I'm like, "Yeah, that was that was us." She's like, "Oh my god, I love I love you guys. Where's Ashley? I love her." And I'm like, "Well, thanks for." Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm here too. <laughs> Hi. No, but I mean, it was uh, but it was awesome. She says she loved you. She says she loves your your down to earth personality and how how I really want to make a joke and... about that, but it's gonna be mean, and I'm not gonna do that to you. Oh, what what has stopped you before? Because this one's actually mean. <laughs> Wow. For once, Ashley has a filter. Mark this on our calendars right now. What is it? It's March 4th of 2021, 635. Ashley installs filter. All right. Got that. Uh, You know what? Uh, This is the joke. No one loves you. That's why she didn't ask how you were. Ashley uninstalled filter. (laughs) (laughs) At the same time. Uh, But uh, I'm joking. You know, we love you. Uh, yeah, night, night, nice, nice way to try and save yourself there. Oh, I'm not, but you if, know it's true. If, any, if anybody has any love for me, I would love to end up uh, having that in the Ontario's official, uh, Ontario's official, <laughs> yeah, that, that. loser on the Ontario's most haunted official podcast uh, email address. You want to end up sending in your uh, your complaints about uh, Ashley's treatment uh, towards Brandon in this episode. I would gladly. Uh, read those as it would be uh, well well deserved so um, can you please include like like P.O. boxes or something so I can mail you guys uh, if you stuff have, if, if you have any complaints you can write to us P.O. box <laughs> Just like the 90s, what they they ended up doing back in the day. uh, We should get a P.O. box. Fan letters, dude. Fan letters. I mean, if we ever caught one. (laughs) There's a podcast that I listen to, and I'm going to shout these uh, these ladies out because they're amazing. Um, They're called Two Girls, One Ghost. They feature uh, two hosts named uh, Corinne and Sabrina. They are hilarious. They are amazing at what they ended up doing. And they get fan mail all the time. And like custom made fan mail. They get a whole bunch of gifts. They ended up getting a sage. They ended up getting crystals sent to them. They've gotten... 
one of them is a big massive uh obsessor of bigfoot and wish that bigfoot would be her husband so she got a bunch of bigfoot stuff sent to her they're hilarious if you guys want to check out another uh podcast about the paranormal with a big sense of humor go check them ladies out they're amazing and they and if you live in the united states once uh once covid ends uh they'll be doing live uh live tours as well so that's um, awesome yeah so that that's awesome hopefully we get to the point where we can actually go to uh little theaters and around uh it would be cool to do like little meet and greets yeah oh no exactly that's what I would love to end up doing and possibly arranging later down the line. But of course, uh, we have to make sure we got the the proper amount of listeners for that. And uh, COVID. That's 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 a big I thing. I was going to say, listeners for one, and I want my vaccine first. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, but so uh, let's uh, there's no real way to segue into what we were going into so, first. We so I have a story to read. Ah, stories, really, <laughs> really. <laughs> yeah, we've got we've got three stories uh, here for you guys from uh, three, three. I thought we were doing one. <laughs> you're you're doing one. I got three. Do you want to read two? No. No? Okay. Three three stories. Uh, lots to break down here. Uh, by the way, before I end up getting into that, I also want to say that um, later down the line as well, we are planning a once-a-month podcasting special where yes. we do a live audio podcast in which you, the listeners, can actually chime in as we are recording the podcast. We're not entirely sure how we're going to do this, but just stay tuned to our social medias, uh, like on Twitter, official underscore OMH, or mine and uh, mine and Brandon's, mine and Ashley's <laughs> uh, Twitter feeds. Uh, pay attention to those. We'll, we'll fill you in once we get that sorted out, but that will be a lot of fun as well, because speaking of the live shows and everything, this is a, uh, in a different way of doing it, stri- uh, strictly through audio, where they can actually speak their, speak their piece and uh, chime in on what we're talking about. I think it would be a pretty cool uh, mm-hmm. thing to try. So keep an eye hey, out Brandon. for that. Yes. I cracked my neck. Oh, so, okay. Before the podcast, <laughs> Ashley's, Ashley's been having pockets of like like bubble wrap parts in her back and in her neck that she she couldn't pop she couldn't crack them and she's like getting all pissed off she's like oh this like wants to crack and oh it's not getting she's having something just like that no 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 no. (laughs) so do you guys know when you go to like crack your knuckles or anything how it feels when you have to put a lot of pressure in just to get it to crack that was Mm -hmm. my neck oof and I don't obviously feel comfortable enough to put too much cr- pressure into my neck to try and crack it because I don't want to hurt myself and slip a disc or pinch a nerve, anything like that. So Do I the whole like podcast with your head. ear to the shoulder. Yeah. So I was just more like rolling my neck and it just let out the smallest little oh, <laughs> of air so satisfying. or whatever and whole... <laughs> It doesn't feel a lot better, but it feels better than what it did before. That's all that matters. Ah, well, while Ashley is uh, playing bubble wrap on her anatomy, 
let's uh, let's let's get into this uh, this first story that is based out of Ontario, Canada. Oh, what are the odds? Ontario's most haunted podcast talking about something in Ontario. Uh, this story is called "Family Acting Weird," but mostly my brother. Alrighty then. And here's how it goes. I am I am a female keeping age secret for privacy reasons and I live in a large house with five other people mom dad three brothers in somewhere in Ontario Canada the neighborhood I live in is pretty quiet and everyone pretty much knows each other it isn't uncommon for something very dangerous to happen near our house since at a high school my brother goes to we nearly had a school shooting I believe this began four years ago Though I only really noticed it when I was about two years ago. At night, I would always hear strange noises, mostly random creaks, whispering, and my older brother talking to himself. It, it always freaks me out. So this is the first time I've ever told someone about this, since I was afraid my family would find out and or no one would believe me. One night, I decided to check in on my older brother and just saw him sitting upright on his bed, staring at the wall and talking nonsense to himself. I don't really remember what he said, but I could make up a few words like hello and run. I booked it out after that. When you would hear the door open in my house, you'll hear a beeping sound. I would always hear this every single night. One time, I slept with my mother in her bed and she left in the middle of the night I would hear the beeping but I would never think much of it one night I was sleeping on the bed well fake sleeping since I wasn't tired and I saw my mom walk out of the house without locking the door or anything an hour went by and she wasn't back so I locked the door for her later that morning I asked her about it but she said she had no idea what I was talking about and that she was sleeping in her bed the entire time. My littlest brother is scared to go in the basement because he told me that in the guest room he sees a girl with black hair and a white dress set, setting on, sitting on the bed. There was this typo there. With a white dress sitting on the bed with a box beside her. We have no box and I'm the only girl in our family. Though I do not have black hair, nor do I wear a dress. He's still scared of the basement. I commonly hear whispering down there, see figures standing in the corners, and feel people breathing behind me at my neck. Does anyone have any idea what is happening to me and my family? Ashley, we'll let you go first. What do you think? Uh, what are your take on on the first story there? Um, I'm going to just say I, just because someone talks in their sleep or don't doesn't remember things isn't strictly paranormal. Right. Uh, because there's nightmares, night terrors, people talk in their sleep. That's normal. People walk out of the house in their sleep sometimes. That is, I'm not going to say normal, but it happens. Right. Um, so I don't want to say that it's a definitive, like, oh, this is paranormal. It, it could be anything, including paranormal. So it's, it's a hit or miss. Maybe take your brother to like a sleep clinic. Sure. 
that works. And and maybe go from there, see what they say, because they would know better on that because they could be able to properly diagnose night terrors or anything like that. Yeah. So that's for the older brother. What do you think of her seeing her mom walk outside, hearing the door open and not lock, but her mom saying, no, I've been sleeping the entire time? That's a little creepy. Um, Again, who knows if her mom sleepwalks or anything. I'm not going to say that she... It's uh, it's for a fact that she she does or anything like that, but it could happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't sleepwalk, but I used to, and not well, often. I would just kind of walk outside of my room, but people are known to walk outside of their house in their sleep, right? Um, so it could always be that, or yeah, that one could have been her seeing something that made it look like she had seen her mom when her mom was actually in the house sleeping still. So almost it, pulling it could the, go. Almost pulling the, uh, the doppelganger exactly. uh, card here. Okay. Um, Which is a pretty creepy kind of haunting, by the way. It, it is. So yeah. it, it could have been... It really could have been anything. She, could, yes, could have seen her... What she thought was her mom and walked outside... Excuse me. And walked outside. Um... And obviously, if it's not her mom, she didn't lock the per- that thing, the person or thing didn't lock the door for obvious reasons. Um, but here's my question to that, and I'm going to play devil's advocate here. If it was her mom, mm-hmm. would she not have heard the door reopen in order for her to get back into the house? Exactly. So that's why. But there are other ways around it, right? Like. Sometimes, like, I remember being a teenager and sneaking out of the house, right? Like, every time I would, if I snuck in, I would do my best, even if it, like, I wasn't out all night and I was just out longer than what I was supposed to be. Right. Right. So, not really sneaking out, but trying to sneak back in because I'm a little past my curfew. Sure. Or whatever, right? So, like, she could have just quietly closed the door so no one knows she, no one knew she left. Fair. It's if it, but I'm just thinking if it's anything like what my parents ended up having in our house. There's like a little magnet sensor kind of thing where once the door opens, it would automatically beep to let them know they're in. So no matter how secretive you're going to be, if you open that door, it's still going to beep. Yeah, it's going to go off. So that that that's the. That that's only the aspect that I'm coming from it uh, with this. That kind of makes me think, you know, maybe maybe she saw something. It, it could have been a doppelganger that just ended up walking out of the house, mm-hmm. and her mom could have been home or sleeping the entire time. Um, or you know what? It, it could be her having a a, a dream or something, but her yeah. surroundings are involved in the dream, and that's what she was, you know, seeing. And then the youngest brother scared to go to the basement because she saw a girl with black hair and a white dress sitting on a bed with a box beside her. See, my only thing is with that one, I remember being a kid and being terrified of basements unless they were finished. (laughs) Right. Even finished basements still give me the creeps and I live in a basement apartment. (laughs) 
but this well who knows um, if the light was on in this basement and giving the kid the creeps or anything exactly like i will walk like say i have to go like get up to get a drink of water whatever throughout the night my coat rack has a million freaking fucking coats on it and backpacks and bags and i'm sorry in the middle of the night that fucking thing looks like a demon (laughs) and it really doesn't help that we have a bunch of we have some slipknot slipknot masks. We have some demon-looking masks. We have a pig and a cow mask, like gas masks with a one has a bong of, with baby limbs on it. Like you name it, we probably have it. <laughs> Those things scare the fuck out of me at night. I can't wait to see what you guys end up doing for Halloween in terms of masks. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm not coming to your place. Oh, fuck yes, you are. Uh, oh, my God. I could I could just picture you or your boyfriend wearing one of those masks if the kids go trick-or-treating this year and they, they open the door and they see these creepy oh, ass. Like, I'm not giving out candy. I'm going around in a fucking purge mask and costume scaring the crap out of people. <laughs> You're, you're, you're probably going to get arrested. No, because it won't have to. It doesn't have to be a real weapon. No, fair enough. Well, who says you're going to be carrying around a weapon anyway? Exactly that. And who says I'm going out on Halloween? Oh, good point. Because normally I just dress up and sit my ass down on the couch and watch horror movies. <laughs> hey, that's a that's what Halloween's kind of for, though. Yeah, just spent literally just watching horror movies all the time. Uh, now this is my fire in the backyard. Ooh, I like that. Telling spooky stories. Yep, that's my Halloween night. That's your okay. I'm joining. That is fine, but I will still probably try and scare the crap out of you when you get here. Fair warning. You got how many months? It's enough time for me to find the right size diaper. Um, no, Lily, you can't talk right now. So, sorry, my cat's meowing. So, basically, for what everybody is learning on the podcast today is Ashley runs a zoo at her place. She has two pigs. cats and two rats. That's not a zoo. And and uh, stuffed <gasps> animal stretches. heads. And- no. You stay in the little box that I have on the desk for you. Thank you. No, no, no. Because if you go out of the box, you will make noise. And that is not a good thing right now. No. Sorry. Well, that's okay. I was staying silent because I want to use that in the episode. I know you do. Now, I was no, going to say, who's to say, box. who's to say that the youngest brother did not actually see this little girl? Because depending on what age he was, kids have an extraordinary imagination. Exactly. And, and kids are more susceptible to seeing things. Ex- exactly. Their third eye is a lot more open due to that fact so i mean who's to say that he didn't actually you know see that um and i'm not saying he didn't but there could be other explanations to what he thought he saw right right exactly like a coat Uh, rack or (laughs) yes maybe someone left a box on the bed and then moved a coat rack in front of it or or ashley's pig mask sitting sitting around with a wig on it 
Uh, don't don't make fun of the doll head that we have. <laughs> I I I wasn't even trying, but I didn't know you had a doll head too. Maybe I missed yeah. that the last time I was by your place. Oh, great! Yeah, she's in front of the Ouija board. Oh, perfect place for it. Yeah, we have two of those. Uh, well, that's my boyfriend has two of them. They're not. But he mine. doesn't use them. No, they're there for display decorative purposes. I'll put it this way. He doesn't believe in them. Oh, and know what? I have a hard time believing in them, too. Well, there's only I'm one. more of I want the proof behind if it actually works, because I will remind you, if you buy a Ouija board in store, it says ages eight and up. I love those the memes that are going around saying, "Oh, you need to be uh, you need to be twenty one to drink in the states, but you can be eight years old to summon the devil and stuff like that." I, I love know, seeing those hilarious. memes; they're hilarious. Okay, I'm sorry, baby girl, but you gotta sit down. You're moving too much now. Yeah, she she needs to go down because. Uh, oh, by the way, thank you for uh, for that story. That was really awesome. Uh, Ashley's turn for the uh, for the next story Yay. we have here. I'm so excited. And what is uh, what is yours about? What is the title of this one? I've seen a cloaked shadow figure since I was eight years old. <laughs> Nobody ever sounds that excited about that. No, but I see them all the time, so I I'm interested. <laughs> but it's the way the way you said it in like in like I first know. person. I've seen a cloak fib. Blah 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 blah. I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, but I can't what, I can't wait to hear this. You know what's been around me lately, and anyone. Oh, I know. And I'm honestly not scared to say it, even though I know he has probably caused some people to die and more than likely has. But I've been visited by the hat man. So if you have hat man stories, I want to know. I would I, love to know about them. Too. I just seen him the other day. So I would love to know if anyone else seen that horrible fucking smile that he has. Well, at least he's because happy. that is now burned. In, no, that is burned into my mind. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's no that's no good. But we're not we're not we're not talking about Hatman stories. We got this cloaked thing, which is I guess close enough. Yeah. yeah so Ashley, if you'd like to uh, take it away. Alrighty. I was about eight years old, and I was in my room while my mom was on the desktop desktop computer. Also in my room, I looked around outside my window, and in the neighbor's backyard directly behind us i saw this black figure walking around at first i thought it was one of their kids or maybe the dad mowing the lawn or maybe something but then i kept watching it and i noticed it wasn't actually walking at all and it was more so bobbling or hopping around but at a faster pace almost like a cartoon or muppet walk that's when i also noticed that whoever it was was dressed in a black hood I asked my mom what it was, but when she turned around to look, she didn't see anything, even though it was in plain sight to me. Flash forward a few weeks later at school. I was in the computer lab doing whatever lessons I look whatever lessons when I looked out the window again and saw it. 
The windows were frosted for security purposes, but you could still make out what was on the other side. It was the same hooded figure hopping and moving in the exact same way and kept passing back and forth in front of the window. I saw it again a few years later at my grandma's house. I was in the bedroom slash computer room that me and my brother would hang out in all the time, usually after school, until our mom picks us up. One day it was just me in that room and the window blinds were open a little when I noticed a black mass move back and moving back and forth. When I got a better look, I realized it was that hooded figure again, moving in the exact same way he had done before. I hadn't thought about it in a long time because it had been so long, but something about this encounter chilled me to the bone. I ran and got my grandma, but nothing was there when we came back. The last slash most recent time I had saw... It was the most terrifying experience I have ever had. It was about two years ago. I was 21 and I was alone in my parents' house taking a nap. When I suddenly woke up and couldn't move my body or speak. I've never had sleep paralysis before. So this was twice as scary for me. All of a sudden, my body started to vibrate on and off, and that's when I saw something standing in my doorway. It was tall and wearing a long black cloak. The only way I can describe what I, what it looked like is like Voldemort in the Forbidden Forest in the Sorcerer's Stone. The last thing I remember is that my body started vibrating more intensely, and then I finally got myself to fully wake up. That was the most fear I have ever felt in my life and something I will never forget and hopefully, knock on wood, the last time I will ever see that figure again, or at least for a while anyway. Um, That's quite a description, saying it looks like Voldemort, and, I, and I'm pretty sure I can picture exactly what scene that is, too. Yeah, I can, too. I love those and- movies. That is and, just creepy because, like, I've had similar things to this. Mm-hmm. Like, the hair on my arms are standing up. <laughs> I I had like that 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 tickling chill that went like down the back down my back when I was uh, when I heard that description. Um, okay. So you know what this kind of reminds me of? Um, And you talked about it before with one of your past experiences. You would always go by this one forested area, no matter how many colors or whatever's in the area, you would always see this black mass of something. Yeah. Something there. Now, granted, it always seemed to, for the most part, always seemed to be just in that one spot. But this one is following her at like around at school well mine uh, would follow the, me but it wasn't always a mass if i was okay. in public it was a like a big black orby looking mass um if i was in my any of my old housing places then it was a like it looked like a person but i know it wasn't and i know who he is yeah um so this just it reminds me of him because a lot of people when they have sleep paralysis when they see who like there's always like that joke oh the sleep paralysis demon that's pretty much a real thing 
Yeah. You either got that the shadow figure, which gets reported commonly. Yeah. Or uh, one of the more, it's not as common, but it's more common than you think, is a version of sleep paralysis that's called the old hag syndrome, which to me is creepy as all hell. Is creepy as the best way I can explain it to people is if you ever end up watching the Walt Disney version of Snow White, the very, very first and one of the first animated movies he did, and it was after the the queen turned into the witch. And it's what the witch looks like. But think of that yeah. as somebody who's aggressive and and Voldemort real. Life. Oh my god. Like I, I I I wouldn't know what to do with myself. I would probably never want to fall asleep again after after seeing that. Well, I I had something like that the other night. I thought it was a dream. I spoke to somebody and they said, "No, you're more than likely awake for this." Um where what I thought was a dream and what they thought was me being awake was um in my dream, it was like I was sleeping in my dream and got woken up all in my dream because that's how I was. It was coming through to me. It was like a dream. And my my not so nice visitor, Mr. Fucking Hatman, um, was he wasn't sitting on me like how people always describe like sleep paralysis as. <laughs> I was able to move like I wasn't like pinned to get down against the mattress or anything like that. It was like he had both his legs over my body and was just like bent down. So his face was right in front of mine and I could see the, the one thing I could really make out was that creepy smile that he has and that he's known to have. Yeah. And the other thing that made me realize I think it was him is I could kind of make out a scar on his face, but I couldn't see because it was, again, really dark because it was like I was dreaming in the middle of the night and woke up in the middle of the night. Um, right. The other thing that I could make out was it didn't look like he had eyes to me. In my dream, it did not look like he had eyes. It was just like empty eye sockets. Um, but I did tell one of the one of the people that we do work with with uh, parachills and he kind of was like, yep, like that, that sounds like him and you've been having really bad mental health lately. So more than likely it is him. Just be careful. Right. Um, this could be that. Yeah, I don't know. Well, it says, I don't know. Uh, uh, this was... This was sent in eight days ago, yeah. so I mean, she said it was about two years ago when they ended, when they ended up experiencing this last. So, who knows? Who knows? That's uh, that's really creepy. I I think the weirdest sensation I think I that really comes out of that in terms of like a, how somebody would physically feel with a visitation of whatever entity like this is when they said they were laying in the bed and it was like their their body, not their bed, but their body would be vibrating. Yeah, like like almost as if like it's been overcome with like energy you or know what fear. I mean? Like. Or, yeah, like that's 
that would be that would be terrifying just to see this thing standing in a doorway yeah uh, wow that's that's terrible well hopefully uh hopefully this doesn't uh escalate to anything uh anything crazier and uh you know hopefully it was the the last time that you've uh, you ever saw the figure yeah so i hope you haven't seen him again in the last two years and i hope you never will knock on wood yeah absolutely i got i got uh i got plastic coated wood here but i think uh i think it'll do so not knocking on wood there for you uh last story of the uh of the episode uh was uh sent in about 20 days ago and it was called held against my own will creepy i like it we seem to have a, a a theme here with the last two. Uh, yes, the, the this sto- last story about someone being in sleep paralysis and held down, and now we're about to to read this one. So this will be uh, this will be interesting mm-hmm. to see where this one goes. Moving from a small town to a large city at a fairly young age had to be one of the biggest adjustments I've ever had to do. I knew no one. I had no idea how different it really was. And I had no reason to think about it before we had to move. Not only was living much different, but so were the people and the experiences. So many more buildings, cars, and people. The dangers that looked or that lurked only just began to come so real for me. I've always had strange things happen to me that I could not be explained, but I would just shrug them off. I would play it off as if I was tired most times and making myself see things that weren't really there. Besides, I had no one to talk about these strange encounters when I was a young teenager. Who would really believe these outrageous things I would come up with? The church-going family we were just wouldn't allow such nonsense. The Lord protects us all from all evil. You know, that kind of jazz. I love how she just nonchalant about it. Uh, Moving to the city, I eventually got settled after some time of rebelling for being an angry teenager for making me leave my friends behind. Got into a lot of trouble and fell into the wrong crowds. You know, the whole stereotypes of people, people have about teenagers. I seemed to allow myself to live up to that stereotypical standards most had. I knew what I was doing was wrong, but I didn't care. Found myself in some sticky situations that finally led me to a friend that showed me that what I was doing wasn't getting me anywhere with my life. So for this story, we're just going to call him Bob. Bob was an older man. He's, he was, I'd say, at least 12 years older than I was. I was 13 at the time that we met. Oh, that guy who gave you the the shout out a couple episodes, Chris Hansen. Hopefully, he's listening to this. Uh, <laughs> let's not go, let's not open up that can of worms. Uh, we 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 met while helping his friend move furniture out of his apartment to have his carpets cleaned. Fast forward some time, Bob and I became close friends. Yes, it was on myself for being friends with someone so much older than I was, but. Yeah, somehow it worked, at, but that's how it worked at times. There was this cemetery that was up the street from our apartment complex. We would go there regularly to visit the graves and help clean them up and place flowers on those that were unmarked to show that someone still cared for these people. We would always go th- during the day. 
It was such a beautiful and peaceful place. Many rose bushes, green grass, tall shrubs, and some really pretty water fountains spread throughout this large land. So it was easy to stroll around all day there and easily lose track of time. One day we came up upon this one tall grass, a tall mass grave that was unmarked. It was so old that the headstone was crumbling and the lot it was on was caving in and had a hole about a foot or so deep just under the concrete slab. We were both curious about it and would visit this grave a few times a week. Weren't sure what it was about this grave that drew us back to it each time, but we visited in person quite often. Or sorry, we visited this person quite often. I can recall this time we had gone later in the day. It was just an hour or so till it got dark and we were never there when it was dark because they locked the gates and if they found you in there after a certain time, they would kick you out. But they never saw us or bothered to come tell us to leave. We were of course at this unmarked grave once again. Nighttime had finally fallen and it was pretty dark. So there were a few lights that lit the cemetery, but it was a soft glow that filled the area we happened to be at. Bob and I wandered around that unmarked grave and were admiring the other headstones around it. We just couldn't believe how old they were. We ended up circling back and getting ready to head home. We walked past the unmarked grave to say goodbye. I remember standing there on the side of this grave where the hole was. I was just thinking, how could they not fix this and wondered how far down the hole went? So being the curious idiot that I was, I kneeled down next to the hole and decided to stick my arm into this hole. It was so deep that you couldn't feel any kind of gravel or soil below. Bob, I guess, had managed to just keep walking and here I was with my hand in this hole below the concrete slab. I stood up and went to turn and walk towards Bob. He was a ways off into the distance, but I could still see him. But before I could take a step, I felt my body wasn't moving. It was as if someone had a huge hold on me. I couldn't move and I couldn't speak. I was stuck. Bob finally notices me standing where he left me and starts yelling for me to come on. But there was no moving for me and I felt this grip just getting tighter and tighter. In what felt like forever watching as Bob made his way back into my direction, going on about how he wanted to get home, it was late. He is standing in front of me and looks at me like I've completely lost it. He had been talking to me and asking me questions and of course I couldn't move or make a sound. He reaches out to grab me and pull me along but I didn't budge. As we stood there he kept talking to me and seemingly thinking I was messing around with him and laughing. Tears started strolling down my face. All I could think about was how am I going to get this thing to let me go. Did I make it mad? I just kept apologizing in my head, saying how sorry I was for disrupting them and if they could just let me go and I would never bother them again. Assuming they must have known I was sorry for what I did, I dropped to the gravel and I quickly bolted off and started to make a run for it. I ended up leaving Bob behind. He came knocking on my door the next day asking what happened. I had no idea even how to explain the experience I had. All I know is I've never bothered to go to that grave ever again. So, uh, moral of the story here, um, don't uh, stick your arm or hand into strange holes that are next to really old grave sites. Uh, Ashley, do you concur? Um, duh. <laughs> that was so. There was interesting. There was a movie that I had watched a little while ago. I forget the name of the movie. It was some art movie, um, with Jake Gyllenhaal, 
and he was this like art mean person i don't know the word <laughs> art mean person okay let's go with that <laughs> um um Critic, art okay, critic. Okay, well, that's that's the word mean, I was looking for. I, I could just critics are mean people. So, um, but in this movie, there was this big like metal ball, and you could stick your hand in it. And this one girl did, and something like I said, it was like a really fucked up movie. Mm-hmm. This lady had like stuck her arm in and ended up like this whatever was in it or like moved into it like chopped her arm off and then just kind of pulled her stump in and then just like yeah it right, was yeah ever since i watched that i was like nope i am no longer sticking my arm into like anything nope How- if i can't see it in it if i can't see in it with a flashlight it's a nope right and that includes under my bed Oh wow! Okay, or under a dresser. How old? If are I you? can't see, this was like last year. <laughs> <laughs> it was recently when I seen this. It was recent, like within the last I'm, couple weeks. I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm I'm just picturing you as like a super young age at like six years old and not really knowing better, uh, not having any life experiences or anything. I'm actually is- looking up what movie this is because I really want to know. But this was uh, finally at the age of 24. You, which is how old you were when <laughs> you finally had this epiphany or, not to do or this. Or younger. I'm going to say anywhere from like 23 oh, to like this year. So like 23 <laughs> to 25. And it, it, so it took you 23 to 25 years of existence on this earth. To finally realize I shouldn't put my hand or arms into things where I shouldn't. Yes. yes. <laughs> That's amazing. Like, it's not that I ever did. Like, I'm sure I did as a child. But it was more like... What's in here kind of thing, right? Like, it was more like... I want to know, like, does this lead anywhere? Kind of like when you're a kid and you're like, <laughs> it's, I'm it's gonna like, fuck up the sandbox because I want to dig to China. It's I, I, kind, I, it was kind of like that for me. I, I was more like, I want to know what be- what's behind this, so I know. I'm just picturing the youngest of the three kids for the first time going into the wardrobe and walking down on the other end of Narnia. Pretty much that's, what that's I had exactly, in mind. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm what I'm picturing. Um, but I mean, yeah, but you talk about like, oh, now I know not to stick my hand under the bed when I can't see, not to stick no, my hand no, under no. a dresser. I, I don't do that unless I can see with a flashlight. If it's too long and too dark where my flashlight can't tell me what's in there. Nope. Yeah. Not doing it. Fuck that. Sorry. No. This, however... It was getting dark, and this this young girl decides, you know what? I'm kind of curious as to where this, this That's little... That's the movie. Velvet, bu- Velvet Buzzsaw. I've... I'm pretty sure it's... Yeah, it's this movie. 
It sounds like a B list it's a really film. F- kinda, but it was a really fucked up movie. It was really good, and it's actually one of my favorites now. Because you've learned a lesson. It has impacted no. your life. More, more so because there's like people dying in it. You're so morbid. Um, Thank you. But yeah, but I, I mean, like, I, I appreciate again, that. But again, you're. Th- these are like kind of things like in your home that you're not even doing it. This girl yeah. randomly sticks her hand in like a mini sinkhole next to a road or a road ground. Sorry, next to a really old uh, stone headstone and gets in her words physically grabbed by something until she apologized now it's one thing to stick your hand and have it get stuck because it's like underground and who knows what's there because there's concrete and and whatnot but to my other thing is is i'm sorry to the person who wrote this why are you sticking your hands and arms into a place next to a headstone that that no that's what i was just thinking like honey i'm sorry but as curious as people are that's a little disrespectful unless you're the one who created the hole to put something on top of like who like a loved one that is completely different that is fine i've said it for years and i'll continue to say it i want to be cremated and part of my ashes to be buried on top of my grandmother's casket sure um i'm not just gonna go dig a hole and leave it for somebody else to find on some random person's headstone or next to some random person's headstone because that's horribly horribly disrespectful but the fact Um, that this is just i think this is just the earth giving away but you're still putting your hand still beside a my thing is is anything next to a headstone do not mess with right is what i'm getting at unless you're the person's family right like I, I can see everyone being curious and being like, oh, well, I want to stick my hand into the air. I want to know what I'm going to feel. Right. I'm sorry, but I this is going to be a very far fucking stretch, even for me. Girl, what happens if they're zombies and we bury them and we don't know? Or what happens if it's a fucking vampire? You're going to get fucking drained of blood or eaten alive by a zombie. <laughs> I'm sorry, but no, do not stick your hand in random. Nope, not saying that. You've been watching too much. Uh, not uh, not Walking Dead. What's what's the show that you've been watching, like binge watching lately? Um, Letterkenny right now. Uh, no, it was like a Dateline, NBC, How to Catch a Predator. Please oh, bring that back. Whoever fucking sued them, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> Um, Vampire Diaries. No, it's not There's that. It's, it's a western Anatomy. type movie. I don't watch watch westerns. Oh, you've been you've been binging it for a while. I can't long long not Longhorn. Uh, oh, I can't remember the name of it. But you were binge watching the show. I who. <sighs> 
Am I the idiot here? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I I think you are cuz um the only movie that I I've watched that is like a western theme and it's not even a western movie cuz it's a romance is The Longest Ride. No, I wasn't that. Oh. Exactly. I'm going to have to go by when I go by your place, I'm going to have to like Scan through your like DVD collection because I know you've got it on DVD, the series. Oh, I'll go check. Give me one second. I'll be right back. All right. And and here is where I'll probably insert some uh, some Jeopardy music. Uh, but uh, by the way, just for just for the audience. Uh, if you want to end up uh, following us on social media, I might as well give those out to you now. Uh, Twitter, official underscore OMH, OMH underscore Brandon, OMH underscore oh, Ashley, right. and then OMH underscore Kathy, C-A-T-H-Y. You can find us on Twitter that way. Uh, the Ashley, only one, the only ones I can think that you're thinking about is Tales of the Crypt. Nope. Gravity Falls. Nope. Outlander. That's the one I'm thinking of. Bro, that movie has nothing to do with zombies. Or it's a TV show. But I don't know that why. Has nothing I don't to do know with why I thought of that. Or vampires. Yeah. Oh, Brandon. My brain works in mysterious ways, madam. I I can tell, and it's a little concerning to me. <laughs> do, 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 is there anything you want to talk about? Do you, like, do I need to find some help for you? Uh, not that I know of. <laughs> but I'm sure we'll uh, I'm sure we'll find out down the line somehow. And I'm not meaning like mental help. I'm just meaning like, do we need to give you like a backdoor, like alleyway lobotomy? <laughs> 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 Fucking use an ice pick. <laughs> you really think I'm gonna say yes, please? I think that will help me. Uh, probably would. <laughs> but I'm not gonna agree to that. No, we'll just tie you down. Oh my god, you're a horrible, <laughs> horrible human being. No, I'm not. I hope I hope that young lady in Amherstburg has changed her mind about you. If it's taken ten episodes and she loves me already, I don't think that's changing anytime okay. soon. Okay, alright. That's a fair point. But I would love to... Please, whoever... Whoever you were, please write in, like, follow me on, like, Instagram, Twitter, whatever. But please tell me, don't look at my pictures. I want you to tell me what you think I look like, and then I will send you a very recent photo of myself. Okay. To see if that, like, makes you think, oh, yeah, like, that's what I pictured, or what the fuck? No. I'm out. They're going I to wanna see, know. They're going to see your pictures anyway when they go to look you up. Um, my Twitter or my Instagram, yes, you can see all my pictures, but they're not recent. The only recent one I have is that I posted a couple days ago and I was wearing a dress. You can't tell it's a dress and you really can't see my face in it oh, like that fair. well. All my other pictures were taken like months ago, so they're not recent. True. Okay. See? But uh. So ha. All right. Fine. 
Eat I, a cardboard I, I don't, box. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know why that that little challenge or where that challenge ended up coming up. Uh, but <laughs> just ran, just random. It's like it goes from. Hey, let I I I want to. Uh, I'm just uh, hoping that this girl's mind ended up changing about Ashley. Going immediately to. I'm just curious on what. Let's guess on the what face she thinks the I voice. look like. Pretty much. If you can guess what I look like, or even know what, don't even look at my social media. Write into the podcast email, and then I will answer. You know what? That's the thing that's always I'll email you me. back. That's the thing that's always fascinated me uh, about radio is you don't see you don't see the people behind the mic. I've always I when I was in now, radio, I, have, I was always fascinated. I have the with face that. for radio. I have the face for radio. Oh, so do I. Yeah, you do. I mean, I I, I, <laughs> I had that face since birth. I mean, so did. Uh, I mean, mine mine has more things in it since birth, but. And, and it's missing a few pieces. Ooh, there that's so basically, ladies and gentlemen, uh, she just describes herself as a incompleted set of Mrs. Potato Head. Is this podcast done now? <laughs> Except, um, fuck. Except, uh, do you compare? You're coming over Saturday, which the stay-at-home ban has lifted. He can come over. Yes, as long as we don't get obviously too too close. Right. Um. Very. St- we're still very cautious about what we do if we get together. Mm-hmm. Um. But I'm sorry. I might just put on a mask and kick your ass over that comment. Ah, uh, it's the way you explained it. It was too funny. A Mrs. Potato Head. I'm gonna make you wish you were Mrs. Potato Head on Saturday. Oh, this would be interesting. Okay, before and I def- don't and I would like to remind you, I am helping you learn how to cook with pointy objects. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Meaning forks. <laughs> because no, I would never threaten anybody with a knife. I would just threaten Brandon at fork. Point. I could just see you like poking me with your fork. <laughs> and I'd Anyhow. probably come up behind you and just like look like I'm very angry, but like lightly tapping you with this like fork and it just be like, why is it bending? <laughs> oh, there's something I need you to watch later. Oh, okay. I, I oh it's it's about ten minutes long. You're gonna get fucking bored of it, but that's the point. It is the slowest murder in history. Oh, it was supposed to be a movie. Oh, um, I'm I'm actually intrigued yeah. by this. Yeah, you're gonna have to watch that. Oh well, may, maybe I'll have a review for that on uh, on next week's uh, next week's episode. Yeah, but that that's a good idea. Alrighty, but as for this week, uh, those three stories are going to conclude this uh, conclude this episode. Uh, if you want to end up submitting your stories into the podcast, you can email them at official omh podcast at gmail dot com. That's official 
O-M-H, as in Ontario's Most Haunted Podcast at gmail.com. You can type your story or you can end up speaking into them. Record it on your phone, upload it to the email, attach it and send it. We could play your uh, story on the podcast. Uh, if you want to follow us on our social media, as I ended up saying earlier, you can follow us on Twitter. You can do so at official underscore OMH. There's OMH underscore Brandon, OMH underscore Ashley. And now newly uh, newly added to the Twitterverse, OMH underscore Kathy. She is on Twitter. She's on Twitter now. You can now following us on all of those pages on Twitter. Or if you want to go to Instagram, if you're more of an Insta person, you can find us there too. Official OMH, Brandon underscore OMH, Ashley underscore Spurl. That's S-P-U-R-R-E-L-L. And Cat's Angel, C-A-T-S-A-N-G-E-L. Uh, don't worry, people. That's just a name. We know she's not that much of an angel. Uh, <laughs> oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> she's going to slap you. I know. Uh, if you haven't subscribed to us yet, if you're just joining us for the first time, subscribe to us. Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Rate and review the podcast through iTunes. Help Helps us get pushed out to more people. Move up in the rankings. If you subscribe and rate, it gets us out there all around the world to be heard and please share the podcast with your friends and family wherever you can social media word of mouth any way you can end up doing it please it would help please do it would help so very much uh that like i said that's gonna do it for myself brandon that is ashley and we will see you again next week on next week on a podcast Stay safe and stay spooky.